The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian, and if you dishonor myself or my friends, my hammer will yearn for your face. This is Furitan Furcantries. I am a Dwarven Druid, and I like to find myself some nice leaves to sleep on. This is Peter McMoist. I'm a dark elf bard, and I'm the best fucking town crier in Terror Guard. Oh, very good adventuring team coming through. Oh, you betcha. Yeah. Combat with the apes continued. The gang was able to eliminate those damn dirty apes and proceeded to collect the loot. It turned out to be a modest stash of monkey whiskey. Jordan was also able to bring back the corpse of the giant ape for his pals, the Wilder People. The gang also went from level 6 to level 7. We rejoin them now as they begin looking for the next big score. How much of the town do we have to burn down to be the richest people in town? I I don't think we should go down that path yet. We're not really. Okay. Yeah, just because we'd have to mess with, like, the Blinger Stones. I know they own a lot, and then the city guards are probably watching around, and we're right by the government centers now, so. Can we rob criminals? We can rob the little people, but we can't. We can't it's not about them. money. It's about sending a message. We can We can find some criminals to rob. I mean the the fox the fox children would be the close. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's go beat up some children. How much money does that get us? <laughs> you didn't get any candy, but you've got a whole bunch of new crappy wooden toys that street urchins had. You guys Look, now have smoke. the market on rock I, candy cornered. Yes, I know they smoke cigarettes, so I know they're cool. At least they're down. So. Hmm. I think we ought to take the spider job. I hate spiders, and I'd love to smash some. All right. Ooh. I'm, I'm down with spiders. Yeah, All let's right. talk for some welder people. Those are my peeps. Oh, wait. yeah. You know what we could do first? We could go get some magic potion stuff. We're trying to help make money, not well, spend money. No, that we get free uh, potions. Oh. Potions. Yeah, good idea. Well, how often, how often could we get that? Because we did that last time, too, before we went to see the apes. I did advance the calendar a little bit, but not quite enough for you guys to get new potions. I believe we said that happens every 10 days. And mm -hmm. it is currently the 5th of Hado, 
uh, or yeah, Hado, which is late summer, day 65 of the campaign for anybody keeping track at home on your score sheets and calendars. And the last time we adventured was day 58 or something like that. I can't remember, but the, you're not quite there for getting new potions yet. Uh, okay. But you know what? Fuck it. Let's say that, uh, let's say that, uh, cause you guys missed it for a lot of days in between. Um, burp, burp, burp. All right. All right. I like the fuck it rule. Well, fuck it. Well, Let's fuck do it. it. I yep. mean, well, fuck it usually le- leads to more fun adventures. Uh, so let's see here. One, two, three, four. Sam, I am going to have you... I'm going to have you roll a 1d4. Because I got four potions texted to me today. Wow. That would be a three. A three. <laughs> All right, Emily, let's see if you remember sending this to me. You are going to get a potion of Legume Doom. Upon throwing this <laughs> vial into a room, it causes a terrible smell, causing all enemies in a DM-specified range to vomit and retch for a DM-specified amount of time, and which gives them a disadvantage. So... Hey, Emily coming through with some legumes. That's a fun one. Uh-huh. Emily's pretty badass. If one of you ever dies or, you know, whatever. I mean, your character, not you. <laughs> Emily's totally going to be your replacement on the Very Good Adventuring team. <laughs> either I mean, either, yeah, really, either way. I mean, Just yeah. whatever. Uh, do, do, do. You know, we need, we need to do a guest spot at some point. Tryouts? You know, the main thing that's kept me back from guest spots, which I just realized is kind of dumb while we're doing remote games, because you could easily do it remote, uh, but the thing that's kept me back this far, thus far has been the fact that we only have four ports for microphones. Yeah. I have been looking at the, uh, what is it, the Zoom L8 or something like that, which... Mm-hmm. We need to get something at some point, because the laptop that I use for recording is like... I don't know, fucking like 11 years old or something at this point. So, Patreon dollars. At some point, I'm going to have to replace that laptop. And if I do, I'm going to replace it with one of these recorders that does like, it does all of the digital everything on one device so that I could have just the recorder and not have to also have a laptop. That'd be cool. All right. So I'm going to specify just because I'm trying to keep the effects of these things uh, relatively stable so that you can't make so that the potions aren't going to be like crazy good uh, but everything so far do has been either one or two rounds and I'm going to say because this is a AOE we're going to say it is a 20 foot radius effect lasts one round so anything in a 20-foot radius will get one round of disadvantage from this thing. Let me create a potion for you in the Very Good Adventuring Team folder. Oh, you know what? This really should have... Well, let me uh, let me take feedback from you guys. For the Legume Doom potion, causes a terrible smell. Enemies in a 20-foot radius are affected. Anybody that is affected suffers disadvantage from this effect. So I'm going to give you guys a choice here. It's either going to be all enemies suffer disadvantage and it just happens. Or 
Um, all enemies suffer disadvantage for two rounds, but there's a saving throw. Which do you prefer? So it's a two, it's a all or nothing for the two rounds. Is that right? So it'll either be everybody in the area of effect gets disadvantage, and it just happens, but it only happens for one round of duration, or it's uh, potentially two rounds, but they make a saving throw. What kind of saving throw? Constitution. My vote would be the first one. Like it just happens. Likewise. Yeah. Yeah, these people are going to be pretty constituted when we're coming up. We, we almost always run into things that are heavily constituted, and they always win their saving throws. I do like a constituted enemy. They have strong, patriotic constitutions. Oh, no. Oh, no? I was just trying to find a good image for, uh, for this potion, and somebody made a polyjuice potion, and it's, it looks like peas and green slime. <laughs> Ew. So that's the image for this potion. Mm-mm-mm. Keeping books, making notes. Boom. Oh, Legume Doom, the potion, is now in your inventory. It definitely looks green and bubbly. All right. It kind of looks like that stuff that we have to walk in sometimes Ma- in Deep Rock Galactica. Yep, I was just thinking that. That's that Macara group, uh, goop I keep seeing. Do you think, do you think it's like Macara jizz or something? They just fly around and... They're just coming everywhere. Just coming everywhere. Yeah. And then when we're shooting them, like in their, you know, their special Genitals. areas, it's actually like, feels really good. Ah, they just die of orgasms. Morty, if we can't, if we can't get our enemies off, why would we be tor- torturing them? <laughs> No, nobody else remembers that? The scene where Marty's grabbing that dude's things and... Yeah, he's like, don't, don't stop. He'll tell us more when you finish. Wait, when I finish? <laughs> Alright, so with that all settled out, y'all head over to Alatar's magic shop, The Dirty Rune, and uh, kind of get in there and you're like, hey, buying shit or picking up shit today? And you're like, picking up shit. Give me some shit, man. Do you got any of that, uh, Macterages? Y'all got any of that green bubbly cum? (laughs) I definitely don't want to eat these vegetables. (laughs) I did, by the way, uh, I just popped that up on your screen, I think. Um, I added some more items to the magic shop. I don't remember what the last things we had on there were, but... I think Scroll of Move Earth, Staff of the Python, Ring of Feather Falling, a plus three Warhammer, and a Belt of Storm Giant Strength are all new for you guys. Yeah. Uh, where's the list of magic items? It is in the Dirty Rune. You just gotta scroll down. Oh, I was looking for it on the menu, sir. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, let me, uh, I'm just gonna edit this. I forgot I had a note in here. Uh, so today is day 65, and I said it was every 10 days, and I'm just going to put day 75 so nobody has to do the math. Well, so you can do the easy math and not the conversion. Yes, I hate, hate math. Right? Mm-hmm. That's why I play D&D, because I hate math. <laughs> yes. I do think that math rocks is my favorite description of dice. Um... I don't know, guys. All this stuff is mega expensive. Yeah. 
I'm trying to build myself an establishment here. Makes sense. Save your money. Okay. Thanks, man. Remember when we were trying to come up with a business for Juan Manuel, and you guys came up with Manuel Mill? (laughs) No, but that's great. That sounds like something we'd do. Anywho. So, uh... Any other shopping, conversation, etc. with Alatar at the Dirty Rune, or should we move on to that job? Nope, I would uh, just thank him, tell him uh, we're glad we met him, and move on to the job. Wouldn't the world be a better place if people did that more often? Like, you're just like at a store, and you're just like, hey, you know what? I'm glad I know you. Good job on being birthed. I think that's my thing. I just go around to people I know. Hey, I'm glad I know you, man. And then move on out. It's amazing what a little heartwarming, uh, you know, expression of gratitude will do. I'm glad you exist. Don't kill yourself. That too. I try to say that to most people. I mean, if I needed to. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although probably weird people out if you said that to them just randomly. Like, yeah. did you think Yo, I man. was gonna? Especially. <laughs> okay, never mind. Not letting that one go? Okay. Well, on the job board then is two jobs. You guys have expressed an interest in feckin' spiders. This job is the Wilder People have asked you to hunt down spiders, phase spiders. And the other job, just so that we know that it's out there, is called New Hole Same Punch, in which it's time to make use of that new fighting hole that you guys have. But you have elected to do feckin' spiders. The, uh, the courtesy so, gobble. It, oh, what, huh? Oh, go on. No, go on. Oh, I was going to say, um, I, you probably had something going on, but where are we heading for this? Because if so, I'd stop by the Wilder People Establishment. Let's head on over to the courtesy gobble where the Wilder People make their home and celebrate and drink mead. I often think of it as like the, uh, what the fuck was it called? The upside down boat in Skyrim where uh, uh, the companions lived. What was the name of that? Yesgrimmar, or something. That like was like where the, that was like the afterlife or something, wasn't it? Mm. Or there later with the. I can't remember. It was companions. Uh, Advar and Skirgs. Oh no, I've never played Skyrim. Are you sure? What? Me? What did you just say? I said what I said. What did you just say, though? What the fuck did you just say? I just started a new playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> said what I said. Yeah, I can't believe you've never played that game. After all the years of us referencing it, as often as we reference it, it's even available many, on Switch. I bought you many, a Switch. And how many times I've laughed and never knew what you guys were talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you make a fine rug, cat. <laughs> there it is. You just did it. You did the thing. <laughs> you did the thing. There it is. Oh my god, that's priceless. I can't believe you've. I really thought you had played it all of this time. Many hours of Morrowind never moved on to Skyrim. For real? Oh my god. Not even so Oblivion. Good. Okay, I, I I will I will get it, Nick. Thank you for the switch. I will get it. Tomorrow. Dude, it's so good. Nay, tonight. You know what's funny? Um, (laughs) 
I uh, just logged into my Melvin Hardmeat LinkedIn account. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot like my entire news feed is filled with chads because I only friended chads. <laughs> <laughs> You're rich in chad news. It's chad gold. I think it, let me see. I thought I put that in my profile. Chad. Oh yeah, I did that. I put it in there. I only connect with people named Chad. <laughs> and did you have Chad seek you out? Um, nobody has asked for me to link with them. If you can imagine that. <laughs> well, that's sad. So but I'm the one that when I would just search for like Chad, and then I would just like click everyone to link. I think I want to do that with Kevin's. On Twitter, Kevin's only. Oh, I wonder yeah, if you my, could if that Twitter, Twitter handle's can. open. Kevin's hey. only. <laughs> Kevin's only dot com. <laughs> only only Kevin's dot com. It's like farmers only, but for Kevin's. <laughs> oh, I was thinking it's like only That's a f- only uh, thin market. Only fans. A dating app for only Kevin's. <laughs> so the Kevin's have to be only- gay. So you're dealing with a really specific subset of the population. <laughs> That's quite the niche. Log on so to onlykevins.com, but only if you're a Kevin. <laughs> you're about to say Clemens. something there, Sam, about maybe like Clemens, playing D&D. You know so as we go to the courtesy gobble, and I suppose enter in, I would ask, what is a phase spider? You're talking with Paige, your friendly uh, uh, local courtesy gobble representative, cat lady. I can't remember what the right D&D term is, so I'm just going to go with Cat Lady. And she is describing to you that they have a client who's looking for some phase spider venom. And, uh, oh, they're hoping you can collect. There's an offer of 500 gold, and phase spiders, since you asked, are unique in that they can phase. So they are challenging to kill because they can just sort of phase into the ethereal plane. Would I know if there's any anti-venom that phase spider... I, I don't actually know. Do phase spiders have venom? Phase spiders have venom, or at least that's what we're saying today. Yes. No, it's just saying. Do, is there any anti-venom that we know of around? Um, why don't you well, roll you me a uh, nature up. check? All right. Roll it in D&D. It's what you do in D&D. That would be a 13. A 13? Hmm. I think you suspect that there probably is some kind of an anti-venom out there because, well, that just makes sense, right? If there's venom, there's probably anti-venom. But do you know where to find it? No, you don't. Oh. Hmm. Alright. And Paige and them do not know either, huh? Nope. Alright. Also, I'm just looking at this page in the uh, the monster manual, and uh, somebody got paid to draw quippers, which just look like piranha. I don't know if that's a real thing or not, but like, imagine that you're lined up, you finally got this sweet contract with Wizards of the Coast. You're like, fuck yeah, my art's going in the monster manual. That like that book sm- sells like hotcakes every time. Here we go. I'm about to be super famous as an artist, and they're like. Can you draw us some piranhas? <laughs> I mean, good on you, dude. You probably made more drawing those piranhas than I did for anything I've done this year, but 
just feels weird. Like, you know, you're expecting to be able to draw some dragons and whatever else, and they're like, we got the right thing for you. Here we go. Here we go. Some piranhas. Fish with sharp so, teeth. You know what a piranha is, right? You get all, you know, they eat up the cows and whatever that are walking through the river. Anyway, so you have now discovered that while there may be an anti-venom to phase spider venom, that venom is not available to you right now. All right. Uh, where are these phase spiders located? Uh, she gives you the location of a cavern somewhat to the southwest of town where there is believed to be some cave spiders. It's about a day's journey. And, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a place you can go. You can find some cave spiders. It was, a, it was an old mine, we're told. And, uh, you know, you should go check out that old mine. They had to abandon the mine because of the face spiders, you see. Oh. Um, I would ask my team if there possibly we might want to go talk to Ecolias Blingerstone and see if he might have any maps to these caverns. Sounds like as good a plan as any. He's a man that knows caves. He's a man who knows his caves and mines. Well, very good. Unless there's anything else at the Courtesy Gobble, you guys can sally forth to uh, Ecolias. All right. Did we set up a name for his, his place, his storefront? I feel like we did. Yes, Blingerstone Mineral and Metal. That's right. And they've got a fancy little shop in town with his uh, his record-keeping people and his like little raised platform in the back. So you know, it's it's a nice balmy summer day. They've probably got the windows open. They got uh, one of those big fan things that's just like a big fan waving back and forth from the ceiling, something mm-hmm. like that. Who knows? Maybe there's a little monkey turning the wheel to make the fan go. Oh, for sure there is. Now a stone? Yes. But the monkey's got, like, a little tuxedo on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a, a little professional monkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not your average working-class monkey, a professional monkey. Mm-hmm. Pygmy professional monkey. Right. All right, so you guys walk in, and you start walking towards the back, strolling towards Ecolias, and uh, he looks up from his paperwork and says, Rah! Fjordson, my boy, what can I do for you? Hi there, Ecolias. Uh, do you know of a mine in the southwest corner, possibly recently abandoned? I know you are connected around <laughs> pretty much all these mines. Who are we kidding? You've, uh, you know the places around here. An abandoned mine, yes. There's been a few mines that have been abandoned here and there, typically because of monsters and whatnot. Do you know anything else about the mine? Uh, specifically, uh, phase spiders would be the monster in question here. Oh, yeah, phase spiders. Notoriously difficult to get rid of. Once they're in the mine, they tend to destroy just about everything, and they're very hard to catch. Man, I'm just, this accent's all the fuck over the place, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's alright. You have a cold or something, uh, Ecolabs. Anyway, um, for uh, professional courtesy, maybe, and see if he has any whereabouts of this mine and anything uh, detailed inside possibly uh let's see here why don't you why don't you roll me why don't you roll me a d20 and let's just see how lucky you are and whether or not Ecolias knows details that would be a 20 kaboom a 20 no less uh so 
Oh man, I feel like I gotta give you something special for rolling a 20. It's prerogative. I know there's a, a huge camp about nothing special about that, but I'm not gonna stop you. A huge camp that says rolling a 20 is nothing special? Well, if it comes to uh, just a, a check, it's special when it comes to like attack roll or something, but... It is true that rules as written, only ones and twenties, uh, or sorry, ones and twenties only have any special meaning on attack rolls. They do not have any uh, bearing on skill checks and other things, unless you're talking about death saves. But the one thing that I'm going to say is, you know, if we're going to celebrate random things, let's celebrate rolling a specific side of a dice. So, hey, here we are with a 20. I'm going to say... I'm gonna say that Ecolias not just uh, not only knows about this mine, he owns this mine. Ooh. And Ecolias is gonna say, I, I I actually happen to know exactly the the mine that you're speaking of, boy. And he kind of leans in close and gets all conspiratorial about it. And he says, If you were to clear this mine of the phase spiders within, that would be a very great service to me. I would appreciate it. I'm under the impression that you would like to get into the mining business to compete with me, which I say good luck to you, young man, but perhaps we can come to a middle agreement where I could give you a share of this mine. Say, if you clear it out, report back to me that all of the phase spiders are gone. I will give you one one hundredth of a share of this mine. Of this just one particular mine is what we're talking about. Are you expecting more? No, I was just clear clar- out all of my mines. It was a clear, just a clarification. I mean, <laughs> Bleagerstone competing with Bleagerstone. Let's let's be real. Let's be in the real world. Do you, uh, do you need me to break out of the milkshake speech? <laughs> one moment, if you please. And I just do the glance with the one finger and then kind of put it to my mouth and actually just go to my compadres here. And you heard the offer. Uh, one one hundredth of a mine, clearing out all the spiders, not just the venom. How do you guys feel about that? No, no, no. Not one one hundredth of a mine. One one hundredth of a share. Oh, sorry. That was just me being unclear. You're getting a share that is... Essentially, there's a hundred shares of the mine. You would get one share. Okay. Of uh, all the mines, correct? Of this mine. Of what? The one mine? Yeah, you're not getting like a a share in his company. You're getting a share of the profits from this mine. And now I would actually probably turn back to him. What is... What was the current profit rating of this mine? We hadn't quite dug into what I would consider the deepest and most valuable parts, but I would expect you to turn around a tidy sum of maybe... Oh, I don't know. And actually, at this point, I'm going to have you roll me a D100. Oh, my goodness. Anybody yeah, else want to roll rolling. some dice tonight? No. All right. That would be a 76. Ooh. So he uh, he's like you know, licks his finger and rifles through some paper and goes to a filing cabinet, pulls out some things, I don't know, calculates some figures and says, well, I would estimate you would bring in about 76 gold a month from that share. All right, all right. And then I would come back to my compatriots. 76 gold. And like I said, we wouldn't have to just get venom. We'd have to clear out all the spiders. I think that sounds reasonable. Yeah, I guess. 
Yeah. All right. I mean, it's something we're going to probably do anyway. Yeah, it's true. We all snicker. <laughs> but yeah, 10 back. That sounds reasonable. 76 gold a month. Uh, and then would that increase upon whatever the mine makes? It is a share. Okay. And so uh, I would extend my hand for a deal. Uh, he extends his hand and shakes yours. It says, upon evidence of successful completion. Oh, I was so hoping you'd spit in his hand. <laughs> uh, once again, not at that level. But. As, as oil men often do. <laughs> oh, it's true. We just slap grease on each other. Well, there you go. And by the way, I do want you guys to keep in mind that uh, I tend to get pretty cavalier about money uh, in D&D games, but um, like one gold is enough to live a pretty lavish lifestyle for a day. Not lavish, I guess, but, you know, like very comfortable. Uh, so 76 gold is like, it's, it's actually a pretty good amount of money for, you know, the common folk. All right. Well... Thanks for the explanation again, because I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Then yes, it's a, a... it's a pittance compared to what you'd spend on an establishment, but that's also why, you know, ye olde medieval times didn't see a lot of, uh, you know, uh, new small business opportunity. And I'd make the statement, we're from a gentleman's agreement to a business agreement. Just there kind of a are. show that here we are in business rather than common courtesy. It's business time. Mm-hmm. Put on my GD business socks today and came into town. Fucking right. Well, all right. I'm so you guys now mind. have a location and you have an agreement and you have a task. Look at all the things that are stacked up in your favor. Bands, how in the heck are ya? I hope today is twice as nice as yesterday. I saw a thing online from at Oregon Rolled A20 the other day, and I wanted to share it with all of you. The quote was, Sometimes I wonder if we cling so tightly to D&D because it is one of the few forms of positive social interaction we get as adults for making friends and playing pretend that came so easily to us as kids. Well, damn, at Oregon Rolled A20. That hit me as very soundly true, maybe even profound. Don't get me wrong, being an adult is awesome. I mean, I've accumulated some powerful reasons to be sad over the years, and sometimes they get the better of me, but at the same time, I can't help but acknowledge that my life has gotten better and better with every year I've been alive. A big part of that has been getting back into D&D as an adult, and, you know, really being able to keep it going. I think the only thing I've failed at more in my life is trying to get a group together to play Risk. But now that I'm here, and I have regular groups to play with, I'm amazed at just how much all of my friends have gotten into it too. I'm nearing a thousand hours in Roll20, and that's not even counting all the time spent prepping and planning, or just playing games without the aid of tech. This random stranger on the internet is right. We don't get enough positive spaces to just be together as adults. We don't often get to be creative in a context that doesn't involve pay and punishment. In short, we don't often get to play. So here's my wish for all of you, that you will find a way to play this week. 
Not just D&D. Maybe you're in a Shadowrun or Mech Warrior or Fate or Dungeon World. Maybe you don't even want rules. Pretend the floor is lava for a night. One of my favorites from many years ago was collaborative story writing. You write a line and then you hand it to the next person, then they write a line and pass it on. I don't know, find some Mad Libs. Did you ever play Mad Libs? That shit was hilarious. I don't know, build a blanket fort or something. One way or another, I hope all of you find a way to play this week and that it brings you some serious joy. One more reminder for all of you, uh, check out my guest DM spot on the Arnie's podcast in case you haven't yet. I've only listened to the first episode so far, so don't spoil anything for me. But uh, so far, I think it's turning out pretty good. It's a pretty fun adventure. They're doing a great job. And that's all I've got for you this week, my friends. Let's get back into the action. Gentlemen, you have ventured far and wide to this mine. You find yourselves here at the entrance. You find yourselves surrounded by caverns, dank moistness, spider egg sacks, empty, and webbing all over the place. The very first question I have for you as you enter this cave is, what are you going to do about Jeff not being able to see in the dark? Help. (laughs) It's dark in here. Um, let's see what I got at my disposal here. Imagine we're outside the cabin at this point, so we're just not, like, walking in blindly. And You know, you're, like, you're in the entryway. You've still got some light from outside streaming in, but, you know, you go any further, you ain't gonna be able to see shit. I can't see. Hold on. I think I got a... I think I got something for that thing. But, uh, yeah, all right. I got light, so I'll cast light on... Jess Warhammer. Most excellent. Oh, I can see. Thankful gods. That aren't bad. <laughs> Look at you remembering the lore. <laughs> the bar is low. Excellent. So here you are in this cavern mouth. You see that there are some paths going to the west and to the north. There is also a path that goes to the south, but pretend that's not there because I couldn't find exactly the map that I was looking for. I will say, though, this map was freaking awesome, and I was super excited to have it, and a thanks goes out to DM Rob for sharing his massive map collection with me. Uh, maps thanks, Sam, Rob. So big. He's got a huge collection of maps. It's the biggest. Nobody else has a map collection this big. Many people are saying it's the best collection. You know, not, I, I'm not saying that, but many people are saying that. Did we ever determine the name of this cavern? You know, I feel like we talked about it the last time we did, um, but I'm just going to go ahead and say, fuck, you know, fuck the old canon and let's come up with a new name. <laughs> what do we What do we want to name this mine? The Veiny Shaft. The Veiny Shaft? Like, because there's veins of gold, maybe? Or in a mine shaft. Okay. The Veiny Shaft. Because, if I'm remembering this right... Dear listener, we had a pause, and then we started recording again just now, so I can't remember everything that got said last time, So, uh, but if I recall correctly, um, Fjorten was going to get a share uh, of the veiny shaft after you guys successfully <laughs> completed this adventure. 
I wanted a large share of that shaft. But he brought it down a bit. We can't take all of the shaft. I know. Not right away. I'll work my way in there. I'll, I'll work my way in there. Don't worry. I was going to say you work your way up, but really you'd be working your way down. That depends. Mm-hmm. It depends. You know, we'll find out. You know, down because it's a mine. You go down into a mine. Down into the mine. Oh, what, what direction did you go? I went Alice in Chains on that. I don't know. I just went my own direction. You know, you are a musical genius, so I think you have every right. <laughs> That's your prerogative. Wonder- you don't have to go down somebody else's musical direction. You can, you can kind of just do your own. One direction? Is that what you want? We need to go one direction. They're going two different directions. Oh. Oh. Down in a mine. Okay, so it looks like uh, Jeff is leading the way. Jeff, which way do you would you want to go? Do you want to go straight or to the right? Straight. Mosey, that character's forward. You come to a narrowed entrance. And for just a moment, right up here, you can see that there is a narrow entrance way that you guys could all squeeze through, but it's, it's kind of tight. It's getting a little tight. And uh, you see just a moment, a sort of ethereal image of a spider leg. And then you can't tell if it like moves forward through that little hole or if it just sort of vanishes. How big would you say this hole is? Uh, that hole is probably about, let's call it, let's call it about a uh, three feet. Oh, so it's actually, that's, that's pretty big. All right. Three feet is roughly one meter for our metric system friends. You know, what's really funny when, as you're saying that is I was thinking in my head and I was like, that's ah, probably a meter. Oh wait, how big is a meter? It's probably about three feet. Okay. Yeah. It's about a three foot hole. I don't know why <laughs> I defaulted to metric in that situation, but. Thanks for bringing everyone me back should, to my roots. Everyone should default to metric. They really should. It's At like this point, the United States and then some weird, like, really small country in the middle of nowhere is like, yeah, we're doing that too. So could you... Do we know what kind of spiders? Is there a specific kind of spider in these um, mines in the shaft? I believe they were referred to as phase spiders in previous conversations. Okay. Do you want mm-hmm. to find out if you know anything about phase spiders, or were you just Googling it like like uh, certain other people would do? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to find out if I know much about phase spiders. I'm going to have you make me a nature roll. Nature roll. Let me get that nature roll. That'd be a 16 on the nature roll. Uh, with a 16 on your nature roll, you are going to know a decent amount about phase spiders. What you are going to know about phase spiders is that they are, first of all, very large. Um, they are, uh, you know, relative to mm-hmm. a regular spider anyway. Um, and relative to you, actually, they're also going to be pretty big. But these are not like tiny little, you know, no more than an inch across or two centimeters. Or wait, was it 2.54 centimeters? Anyway, it doesn't matter. These aren't your grandma's face spiders. Oh, <laughs> no. So uh, they're pretty big. They're going to be like, like their body is going to be like a five foot, you know, abdomen mass or whatever. And then big, long, gross legs from there. Perhaps most importantly, though, you know that phase spiders are called phase spiders because they can phase in and out of the material plane to the ethereal plane. 
Make so. it real hard to squish. Mm-hmm. So seeing that thing kind of go in there, I'd almost do a whisper. Was that? Was that a face spider? It kind of looked like it uh, phased out, if you will. Hey, is there any um, torches? Like around this place, or we may even have some, but I'm thinking maybe I want to light light a torch on fire. Uh, yeah. Why don't you roll me a D twenty? Well, actually, wait. Shit, you probably have one in your inventory. Or no? Why would you? You have dark vision. Roll me a D twenty. Let's see if there's one nearby. Well, I'd imagine that we have them in our adventure packs that we automatically get. I rolled a twenty. So, what does that mean? So fuck everything. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you get. <laughs> You're like, huh, did I bring any torches? And then you look over and there's just a torch in like, you know, in like a hole in the wall. Like ready to be lit. Torches? Yeah, you get a full on pile of torches. It's not even that you had to look around. <laughs> there's just like <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna light two, one for each hand. As you should. As is your right. Then you start juggling. I could I don't know how juggling works. I don't know how people do it. It seems like magic to me. Like real life, or your character thinks that real life? No, real life. I don't, I can't. I've tried it, you know, for probably, I mean, I've spent a lot of time, you know, trying to do it like six minutes, and I've just never been able to do it. Never in those six minutes. Never in those six minutes have I been able to juggle. Six no matter minutes? how much, no matter how much time I spend in those six minutes. Six minutes feels like a generous amount of time to dedicate to like seeing if juggling is worth pursuing. It's not. I mean, just, you know, per individual, like everybody should take those six minutes at some point in their life and be like, am I meant to be a juggler? Am I cut out to be a juggler? Is this my new career? Like every time you buy three oranges from the grocery store and you're going to put them away. <laughs> and, you're, and you're like holding them in your hands and you start to like make the movement. You're like, no, no, not here. Not now. <laughs> I remember what happened last time I tried this. No, thank you. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> I promise. I'm, I'm imagining like... You pick up the three oranges and you look you look at the three oranges as you're holding them and you're like, there's no comfortable way to hold three of these. I can do two, <laughs> but three. And then it it kind of like pans back and your eyes widen in realization and like, I don't know, maybe Eye of the Tiger starts playing. Or no, no, the fucking uh, the, the song from 2001 Space Odyssey. Da, da, da. Dun, dun. And then it cuts to two seconds later and there's a dun, busted orange on the floor. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and you're walking away. That, so, oh, that wasn't me. Hey, well, let's... Um, I, I want to know if I can juggle or not. I believe if you want to try and juggle in-game... Uh, do I make you roll dice or do I just let you tell me if you know how to juggle or not? Uh, how about... Uh, <laughs> How about I'm like, hey, let's see if I can juggle these three flaming torches. <laughs> Inside the spider den. <laughs> you pick up one torch and you light it and then you look back at the pile and you're like, you know what? I'm fucking two fisting this. And then you light another one and then you're like, wait, can I juggle? You pick up a third <laughs> one, like tuck it in your armpit and you start lighting it and you're like, hey guys, watch this. <laughs> yes, this is what's happening. And even though you've never attempted juggling before in your life, you're going to give it a shot. Yeah, so, what do I got to roll? Uh, what's the right roll here? My mind defaults to dexterity, but is there a better thing? Peter, Peter McMoist, 
Peter McMost. Um, you know what? Let's do... Oh, I guess it doesn't actually make a difference, but we're going to call it an acrobatics check. Okay. That would be 17. A 17. So, like, it's your very first time. <gasps> so, like, you're not going to do great, but you, like... You get the three torches and like you throw the first one and you throw the second one and then like you're kind of throwing and catching, but you're doing the like the stumble forward to get them. You're like, oh, 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 oh. but you and did I, it. I get it going. So you get like you get like three full rounds of juggling before you drop the first torch and you're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, I was imagining it was going to be something where I couldn't figure out how to stop, so I just have to keep juggling. Oh. <laughs> Somebody grab one. Somebody grab one now. Somebody grab one now. Somebody grab one now. All right, guys, I can do that. Somebody want a torch? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, hey, look what I can do. And then I do like a kick in the air, and then I'm juggling. That's that's pretty amazing, dude. That that whole that whole scene was. I feel like that was a real big moment in your character's arc, your your growth. <sighs> Feels good. Good job, Bard. Well, oh man, that's funny. I think. <laughs> yes, this is funny. <laughs> no, <laughs> humor Tron to... acknowledges the humor of the situation. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Now, while he's hysterically juggling his <laughs> torches, I was going to do a transformation hmm. into a giant wolf spider. Oh, damn. Oh. Can you speak spider language? Spider see, spider do. <laughs> You're just going to go into the next cavern and start clicking and waving your tentacles at people. <laughs> Spiders don't have tentacles. I don't know why I said that. That was weird. <laughs> this spider does. I mean, what are what are octopus, but, you know, underwater spiders. So. Ah, uh, you know, I used to like octopus. Octopi? Octopi. Dr. Octopi. All right, man, you phase phase yourself uh, or change yourself. You're not phasing. Everybody else is phasing. You are anamorphing yourself into a, a, a spider. Do you have a stat block for that, Andy? I do. Perfect. Let me go ahead and copy that into you. There we are. The roll 20 there. Sweet. And so uh, the main perfect. traits we were looking Oh. I'm going to see if I can find a... Do I have a wolf spider asset? Oh, look at these premium assets. Oh, they're so premium. Premium. Look at how premium these assets are. Gross. Did you just say cremium? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually off a Tim and Eric sketch. Why well, pay premium? Why well, like cremium? <laughs> Cremium. There you go. I just... I just put a little spider icon on top of your icon, so now you're yes. Now you're spider, spider Fjorten, spider Fjorten. Spider Fjorten does whatever spider Fjorten can. Can he climb on the walls? Yes, he can, cause he's a spider. Hey, look out! It's spider Fjorten. Excellent. So, technically, I'm a giant wolf spider. Traits include spider climb, climbing on surfaces, web sense. While in contact with the web, the spider knows exact location of any other creature in contact with the same web. And web walker, the spider ignores movement restrictions caused by webbing. Traits brought to you by Logitech. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, 
As you were going through that, all I could think of was uh, uh, <laughs> if one time me and my cousin Spider touched webs. <laughs> <laughs> touched webbings. Touched webbing. Uh, sweet. So you are now a spider. Good job, Wolf Spider. Wolf Spider Fjorton. Where are we going from here? Are we continuing forward? Can I actually uh, go inside this, slowly, perceptively go inside this little hole that the other spider went into? Yeah, you can. Get in that hole. Check it out a bit. You get in that hole. Slowly get in that hole. Get in that spider. Oh yeah, I did lose my spider. I got you. I'll just keep putting it on you when you move. (laughs) Although I think if you click and highlight... Yeah, if you click and highlight them both, they'll both move at the same time if you drag with your mouse. Or sorry, select around them. You know how to select things. You're not a person who's never seen electricity before. (laughs) But I I can't uh, click on that spider, Nick. It's not selectable for me. Oh, lame. That spider is for DMs only. I'll move it around for you then. I don't know why it's doing that, but I'm... Oh, wait, I do know why it's doing that. Maybe now? Maybe now you can do it? Nope. Fuck it, I'll move the spider for you. (laughs) The spider is an integral part. I mean, just, you know, as a good reminder, you proceed your way into the next cave. As you proceed in, you see another little glimmer of a spider seemingly fading into the mist. And ahead of you, probably 20 feet to the north, you see that the cavern splits off east and north. To the east appears to be a very narrow path. To the north appears to be widening out into a much larger cavern. Well, I don't really want to leave my compatriots too far, and just because I'm a spider doesn't mean other spiders won't eat me, and so I'm going to go back. Are you going to do all Charlotte's Web and poop out a message for them? Be like, follow me. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm going to do. Some Goliath. Very sad movie. <laughs> You know, that's one of the books that, like, I really... I haven't read in, you know, 35 years or whatever, so I think I really need to try that again. Wilbur! Childhood memories aside, you've moved back in. You're apparently occupying the same space as Jeff at the moment. Should be above Jeff. Physics, homie. Physics. Get out of here. Oh. (laughs) Get out of here with your fantasy physics. Uh, Okay, so you guys are hanging out here. Um, Peter, I'm going to have you make a perception roll. Okay. Perception. Dang! 24. Oh my god. So, you're being all perceptive or whatever, and uh, as you're watching Fjorten, like, explore his new, you know, spidery form. Uh, The hair on the back of your neck stands up, and you notice that Right behind you, there's a spider. Oh, shit. Also, just to let everyone know, that's the second perfect roll I've had. Just yeah. So far. I rolled like four 20s in a row in combat one time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not today. That isn't today, you're correct. All right, so now what? Oh, no. <laughs> that's not the, some, that name. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Names. Yeah, we named all this stuff the last time we played, so it was all forgotten about. 
but we'll, we'll come back to names in just a second. For right now, you notice that you see this big spider behind you. What are you going to do about this big spider being behind you? So these things are like three feet tall? Uh, this is a large creature, so just to give you some sense of scale, you occupy a five by five square on the map, five foot by five foot. This thing occupies a ten foot by ten foot. Um, so it's like its body is bigger than yours, and then it's got legs going out beyond that. Are they potentially friendly? Uh, they're more potentially hungry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't really like spiders. Um, so I think my immediate reaction would be to stab this piece of shit with okay. my sword. All right. So what I'm gonna do then is we're gonna get you guys. Oh no! Oh, uh, I'm uh. sorry. I have two hands of torches, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like I would just like throw both of my torches at it. You're gonna. You're gonna. <laughs> I'm picturing the action scene as you're flying away and you're, you know, or like diving to the side and hurling the two torches at it. Uh, so based on that, then let me bust out this turn order tracker and we'll get directly involved in combat. Uh, and I'm just going to put the mysterious label in here. Phase spiders. I'm going to have each of you guys... Roll me initiative. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Nine. Fifteen. Eight. <laughs> uh, you should roll initiative from your character sheet, oh, Mr. Yeah, Shark yeah. Thunder. Not only do you get a bonus for your dexterity, but you have a feature that gets you advantage on your initiative roll. Thirteen. Although, uh, why it didn't work right there. Give me one second to double check that. Just roll should again roll. take the better. Yeah, yeah, you can do that for now. <laughs> 13 it is. <laughs> oh, that's bizarre. Initiative style advantage. Why doesn't it do that? Bug it. We'll just have you roll twice, which you did. Which is 13 for the higher number. And then I'm going to roll initiative for the phase spiders. Zigat S7. So, oh man, how do I do this? So you guys, uh, you guys know of one phase spider. I guess this will actually be kind of interesting to reveal these a little bit at a time. There is an indeterminate number of spiders that you will be facing. Uh, kind of based on some random stuff I'm going to do in the background. So at, a, at the moment you know that there is one spider named Submarine Commander. And you are going to guess, because I put phase spiders in the turn order tracker, that there's more than one. But you don't know how many there are. What a mystery. Phase Spider, in this case at least Submarine Commander, is going to be in last in the order. Um, Fjorten and Jeff, you are further away, and I'm just going to tell you that you are surprised for this round. Mostly just so that I can reward Peter for his excellent rolling. So we're going to skip on past your guys' turns. Peter, you want to throw them torches? Yeah. Why don't you make me two... Uh, D20 rolls and just add your dexterity to them. Or basically just make dexterity rolls. I don't know why I made that complicated. I, I was wondering, I was like, is that... <laughs> okay. I mean, you're the boss, but... <laughs> uh, so that would be a six. Okay, one more roll. And a 16. 
All right, you turn and hurl torches at this uh, gigantic, disgusting phase spider. Uh, one shot goes way wide over it. The other one hits it in the face. Uh, how do we do want to do damage? I'm not sure I can be surprised. Oh, that's <laughs> oh. right. <laughs> Look at that guy. It's a fun <laughs> way of saying it, but... <laughs> I can't be surprised. <laughs> I'm not sure I can be surprised. Would you be surprised if you could? I would be surprised if I could be surprised. But you can't be. All right, so we'll come back to you having a turn once we resolve this. Peter throwing torches at submarine commander. I'll have you roll me a... I'm going to have you roll me 2d4. One of them's for the physical part of the damage, the other's for the fire part of the damage. And we're going to add a plus 2 to it. Uh, 2d4, so 5 plus 2 equals 7. 7 damage is done to this here phase spider. And then let's skip over to... Well, fuck, now I feel like I'm being unfair. Bjorton, why don't you roll me a perception <laughs> roll? Alright. So are we doing passive perception on this? Does it matter? Like, what's passive perception for? I typically don't use passive perception. Um, just... Like, or I don't reference it directly very often. Passive perception, though, is basically like the minimum score you can get for perception. But I have a rough idea of what all of your passive perceptions are, and if the number is below that, I just don't even make you roll. 20 would be my position. All right. So we're just going to fucking roll this on back and just say none of you were surprised. Um, So Fjorten, you, you also noticed submarine commander behind Peter. Uh, so while he's wheeling and throwing his torches, why don't you tell me what you want to do on round one of combat? Spider, no spider. Um, with these caverns, I'm imagining they're just straight up all above us solid, so there's no, like, really corridors or anything, correct? Uh, so there's no, like, shafts going up and down, if that's what you're asking. The ceilings here are approximately eight feet tall or so, rough-hewn stone. I mean, no point in being a spider if you're just going to be on the ground. So I'm just going to climb up this wall and try to hit the ceiling. Uh, skadoosh, you do so. Yeah, and then I'm going to scout on my way above Submarine Commander here. Wait, I just went as a spider. Oh, speed 40. Campaign 2, episode 61, Legume Doom, was released on February 14th, 2021. Join us again next week as we find all new ways to make fart jokes on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! 
Bop, I am recording now, Bop. 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 Bop, I'm recording now, Bob. Awesome. Now we're uh, fucking ready.